Hello everybody, it's Dawn with the Nash Chat and I'm so excited to be here with Nick Allen and Chase Baker from Rolling Hills Community Church. Hi guys! Hey, how's it going? And you are also new authors of the book called Mile Marker, which we're going to chat about today. So excited. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves and kind of um, your roles here at the church. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Nick Allen, and I've been at Rolling Hills Community Church uh, for 12 years. Uh, I came here as a student pastor working with middle school and high school kids 12 years ago um, with uh, a wife, uh, one baby, and a baby on the way, uh, two girls. And uh, God has just grown our family so much here. Now we have a son. So my kids are almost 13. We have a big birthday next week, uh, 11 and 7. And uh, we actually now make our home in Nashville because uh, about two years ago, Rolling Hills launched a Nashville campus, uh, and I became the campus pastor of that location. Awesome. And I'm Chase Baker, and um, my wife, I have, my wife is Courtney. We've been married for almost 13 years, 14 years, I'm sorry. And we, uh, we actually, when we first came to Rolling Hills, nine, almost nine years ago, and um, we didn't have any children. And so we were 10 years into marriage before we had our first, and our first is now three years old. Her name is Kit. And so, yeah, we've been here for nine years loving, loving what we get to do um, in ministry. I started out as a student pastor here. Uh, Nick was the student pastor. He moved into kind of a family pastor role while I was a student pastor. And along the way, our positions have changed, and now I, I am in the family pastor role here at Rolling Hills. And yeah, so it's been been fun. Very neat. Well, you all definitely have um, very important roles and um, mean a lot to the people here at the church. And it's been fun for me because I've got to work with your daughter in mm -hmm. the Learning Center a That's couple right. times and your girls at VBS. And mm -hmm. so it's neat to kind of um, have those connections yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you all have put together a book called Mile Marker, Making the Most of Spiritual Moments Along the Way. And it's a family guide. Um, why was it important for you all to offer this to families and what kind of inspired you to put this out? Yeah, um, I, you know, how it came to be, I, whenever I first came to Rolling Hills, this idea of a, a family, family ministry is really begin to surface in the church world. This idea of you know, we, we typically, historically, in, in church world, we work in silos. So you have the preschool person working with preschoolers, kids person, student person, and, and you didn't really know anything about other parts of ministry. But um, Nick kind of started this idea of family ministry here at Rolling Hills where we're going to have a holistic approach to how we do ministry, meaning that the student pastor needs to know what's going on in in preschool ministry, preschool world, because what we came to find out, find out, which we always knew, is that somebody can have a preschooler and a middle schooler. Right. Right. And so <laughs> we need to approach this family picture holistically. So as a part of the vision, we, we believe that, yes, we want to disciple kids, but we also want to partner with parents in order to make stronger families. And that's what it's really all about. So how do we do that? What's the holistic approach to what we could do with, with this family ministry approach. Yeah, we always believed that parents were the primary disciple makers of their children. Right. Whether they were doing it intentionally and taking active steps to help their kids know and follow Jesus, or they were doing it really unintentionally and haphazard, we always knew that the role of mom and dad um, was the biblically mandated role to disciple kids. Um, and, and we would have said that on paper, but none of the ways that we were approaching ministry um, reflected that and so what we wanted to do was to partner with parents and realizing in partnering with parents you had to have to really look at the whole family not just each individual age and stage 
So it was really born out of that. Right, and, and we actually, I don't know, it was a couple years into this, this process where we were sitting in a room here at the church. We were just brainstorming, what do we want to, how do we want to partner with parents along the way? And so we just brain dumped. I mean, just ideas after ideas. And then these, these mile markers begin to surface for us. Like, what are the things as a church that we can rally around families and really celebrate? We know that there's a ton of more mile markers and like spiritual mile markers in the life of a child. But we as a church wanted to focus on a few that way we can enhance those and encourage the others. So there were six that really surfaced for us as we talked about you know, what are these these mile markers. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, one thing that struck or really stood out to me um, in the book is the quote, no one has more potential to influence your child than mm-hmm. you. And obviously none of us are perfect um, every day. You know, yesterday I had to apologize to my kids before I dropped them off at school. But it is such a good reminder to remember in the, those little moments they are watching at your every move and make and um, I know that we are so thank- thankful to be a part of this mm-hmm. church and to have um, others who can kind of you know build off of each other and for opportunities to read um, Mal Barker and have mm-hmm. um, guidance from from you all. Um, what how does this impact you guys as parents knowing that? Wow I think I can get pretty overwhelmed uh, knowing how important my role is as a dad. Um, and I can get you know everything out on the whiteboard, like Chase said. I can look at it and say, oh my goodness, we've got three kids. They're all at impressionable stages. We know that time does fly. It's like we blinked and we have you know two kids in middle school ministry. Um, and I can look at every moment and put a lot of pressure on myself to make the most out of every single moment, to be intentional with every single conversation, every single dinner, every single vacation, every single bedtime, um, and then realize I'm going to fail at all of that. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. And so part of this has impacted me to say, I can't make the most out of every moment, but I can make the most out of the really significant moments. And those really significant moments can help all of the other moments. They can provide some guardrails for what we do with the rest of our time because we've hit these mile markers along the way. Um, And as a dad, um, just looking at the progression of them, you know, I've hit mom marker number one and number two with all three of our kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Our older two have hit that salvation milestone where they've trusted Jesus with their whole heart Mm -hmm. for this gift of grace that he's given us. But we're still walking that journey with our little boy. Um, Our girls have also kind of hit that coming of age moment where we have to have lots of conversations about all the changes that are happening through puberty and responsibility. Um, So we're kind of in that mom marker number four stage right now with our girls and really excited about what God's doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the major impact on me as we, I feel like whenever we wrote this book, it was written to Nick and I. Oh, like, yeah. you know, you can look at these titles that we have: family pastor, discipleship pastor, campus pastor, and and I think the more that we dug in, the the more we realized how little we we know and how how much help that we need mm-hmm. along the way. Um, we in a large part of the, the book, we also talk about having other voices in your mm-hmm. kid's life, right? We, right. we need, we need the, a village, and that village needs a spiritual foundation um, with Jesus as the foundation. And so we, we look at that, and, and um, I don't know, we, we, for sure it's, it's birthed out of a desire that what, what we need and what we need to experience. There's a stat even out there when we talk about um, we need people influence, be influencers in our kid's life that um, when we look at school, you know this as a former teacher, that you have ratios. You have ratios of one 
teacher to seven, whatever it is. Eight. We have ratios <laughs> here at church. But for the church, for our kids, what we really need to do is flip that, that ratio. We really need five loving, caring adults who love Jesus to pour into our one kid. So a large part of this book is saying we, we need help. We need people to help us raise our kiddos, and whenever they're discouraged, they're going to encourage. Whenever they they have doubts, they're going to they're going to be the people that come along them and say it's okay, it's okay. And I can say it till the you know till I'm red in the face. But the reality is, once they continue to grow and continue to hit these mile markers, they're going to need a different level of voice, right? Other than the parent in their lives. Oh yeah, a parent can be the primary disciple maker in the that's life right. of a child, but they're not the only disciple maker, and that's really important. So. Really, part of this resource is helping you cultivate relationships so that you're bringing other people with you on the journey to influence your kids. Yeah, And I think, too, as kids get older, they are looking for those influences mm-hmm. outside right. of They're the going to find them. Yeah. Right. And so it's so important to get them in the right direction and, you know, establish those. Yeah. And you want to be a part of that choosing process. You want to choose for them, whether they realize it or not, like, yeah, there's a reason why that coach is in, in your life. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why that Sunday school teacher or for us small group leaders are in, in their lives because I chose it. Right. I chose that. So, Well, our small group has been going through Mile Marker, and it has been so um, such good conversation and a, a good building time for all of us. I feel like Seth and I, though, as we're going through it, it's like a therapy session almost because we're like sharing all these things and we're like, yes, we need this because, you know, as, I don't know, I feel like I look back to when my kiddos were Mm -hmm. younger and toddlers and I'm like, that was a breeze. Like, you know, they may have thrown like timber tantrums and things like that, but now we're dealing with the heart issues Mm -hmm. and it's just another (laughs) level of parenting and I feel, you know, more than ever we need other people um, pouring into us and the kids for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you share some of the um, big milestones in the book that you all discuss? Absolutely. Um, yeah, we have six that we identify. The first is dedication. That's the key word there is support. And early on, we know that we have to support them by keeping them alive. Like we just need to keep them alive, right? It's an important one. But, but there's a, a spiritual support that's got to happen at some point in their lives and that that starts early on then again we go back to the idea of it takes a village and and so um so that was the first mile marker and and dedication uh, family dedications we do that as a church as well we we believe that that's important to have a community of people that's that's um being witness um, to the dedication but also as a church family we're saying we're here to support you we're, we're raising our hands saying that we want to be here along the journey but it's also parents way of saying we commit to raising our child to know and follow Jesus. The second is, um, and you can jump in whenever you want. Yeah, education. It's this idea that formal education begins. And, you know, we were all, you know, all of us as parents were looking at, hey, what preschool program am I going to put my child in? What learning opportunities? Because they're learning from the moment they're born. You know, they're just, from day one, they never stop learning. Um, But there's this part of really celebrating formal education. My kid is going off to school, and whether that's a private school setting or a, a, a public school setting or a homeschool setting, a child is going to learn and so we want to celebrate. This is a, you're going to continue this road to lifelong learning. Mm-hmm. And the third is salvation. Uh, <coughs> this, the key word there is forgiveness, understanding God's grace. Um, I, I like this, this statement, you're the first stop to them knowing about who Jesus is and what he wants 
from them. Like we, we as a parent, we're the first to stop them knowing who Jesus is and his grace and his mercy. And so helping them understand that we are in the need of a savior, mm-hmm. um, that we live in a fallen world and we are, we are the same. And it's just a, a sinful nature within us, but God redeems it through his son, son Jesus. And we <coughs> understand that early on, you know, they may have a full scope, but at least we're building a foundation and, right. and we're going to celebrate the, that, that moment they say yes to Jesus and we're going to make it big. So, and it could come at any part along the journey, right. and you pray that it comes um, along the journey. There's a, a quote that we learned a long time ago from a guy that's really donned as the father of Christian education. He said we should raise our kids in such a way that they never remember not following Jesus, mm. um, that they learn how to follow him and take those baby steps all along the way. I'll never forget him because his name was Horace Bushnell, and that's such a fun name. Uh, but, but you do want that moment, that pivotal spot where they say, hey, I'm, I'm hanging it on the wall and mm-hmm. I'm saying this is the day that I know I've confessed my sin I recognize my need for Jesus and salvation kind of comes the next one is the maturing stage and that's yeah. the one that I'm kind of in the throes of right now right as a family now. with mm-hmm. this teenager yeah. and it's it's helping your child know is like what are the questions at that stage does my child know that they are loved by God mm-hmm. what is the most encouraging thing that I can say to them today how can I help them understand their identity in Christ and their value in the faith community. And one of the things that we do as a church all through middle school is with these intentional small groups is we build them up to the spot where in high school they're serving. And so they're watching high school students serve and lead in some sort of capacity in the life of the church as volunteers, um, as ministers in our preschool and elementary and audio and worship and all these environments. And we're building them up to say, you have a really valuable role. We don't have to wait till you're 18, 19, 20, 30 years old to serve in the life of the church. We're going to pour into you right now because you have value. We're also in that spot, like what Chase was mentioning. We've been identifying all these women, um, because my oldest kids are girls, we've been identifying all these female disciple makers, because you know, oh my goodness, the world that we live in today is is after the hearts of young girls. And so we've mm-hmm. been fortunate just to have really this long laundry list of women who've made such a positive impact in my oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in the process right now of writing these letters to either read to her or to give to her, to send to her for her 13th birthday celebration because we think it's so important that she recognizes, wow, all these women who love Jesus are pouring into my life and I can continue to learn from all of them. So we hope that's a part of her maturity. Yeah, and the thing we notice about this stage, especially all of our years in student ministry, is this is this tends to be a stage of parents tend to step back a little bit. Check out. This is this is really a stage. Because it gets hard, it right? It gets really hard. <laughs> They're trying to just figure out their body. Like literally, um, Parents are oftentimes confused at their kids because their bodies are doing so much. The kids are one per- one person in the morning, and they're a different person <coughs> at night. It's like these major mood swings. And so we say this is engage. Engage. Don't miss this season. Um, we we kind of latched onto this phrase that's been used, and we've, we've, we've stole it. It's, it's just a phase. Don't miss it. It's just a phase. Don't miss it. And this is kind of one of those, like, yes, Don't we can't wait until they get out of this awkwardness. <laughs> But we can't miss it. Right. We can't miss it. So, so. Uh, next one is freedom. Oh yeah, freedom. That's the that's the scariest one to me. It is the one that's next. We're holding off for a couple of years. We symbolize that with a car key, and that really is kind of the idea. Yeah. Your child being out on their own, handing them the keys to not only your car um, and your insurance policy and this freedom, but you're also handing them the keys to responsibility in life. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they going to own about their faith and their journey and their story and their next steps? It's the season of life where they're going to begin looking at what's life going to be like for me when I graduate high school. Um, and, and those are some really important years to understand. You have all this freedom that comes with your age and stage in life, 
but we want you to understand um, Spider-Man, with great freedom comes this great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so we Absolutely. want them to kind of gravitate towards that. What's the role that I play and how important it is that I live that out following Jesus at that stage? Over the years, um, we've heard crazy stats about, you know, 80, anywhere from I think it's like 75 to 85 percent of teens who are part of the church um, leave the church after high school mm-hmm. and that can that's so concerning that that should that should make all of us lose a little bit of sleep at night because we we want to engage this stage and helping our kids live out their faith and it doesn't doesn't happen through a single experience that we've got to continue to find those moments along the way these um, this may be a big mile, mile, mile marker heading but but really, these are little mom markers along the way to help them live out their faith in a, in a real way, to help them own their faith, because ultimately it's personal. That as a parent, it's really hard. I can pass down ideas. I can pass down my, my faith journey, but it's up to them to make the decision to say yes and to Jesus and to live out that faith. So, I recently went to a local football high school football game and it was all fun you know like such a fun um, environment and spirit and then I started paying attention to the student section Mm. and as a mom I was like okay these children we're just gonna lock them up and they're never (laughs) leaving like just the way that some of the kiddos were dressed some of the music that was playing it was very paralyzing to me as a parent um obviously we know we can't ignore the world we can't keep the kids locked down unfortunately but it, it does make you you know, just think through everything, you know, the people you're surrounded them with, the environments that they're in, and just trying to, yeah. you know, build yeah. this as much exactly. as possible. All throughout the resource, and that's really what it is, you know, it's, and Susan's got a book right now that she just can't put down, and it's a book, David Platt book, just cover to cover, you know, page by page is just gripping. Um, and then you've got all these Bible study resources where you're prompted to dig into the Word and study Scripture and write down answers to questions and read illustrations. But this is more like a journal resource that parents are invited to write along the way. What are the things that you're learning? What are the nuggets that you want to invest? And all throughout it is this idea of starting with the end in mind. We are not called to raise great kids. We're, we're called to raise really good adults. Um, and later on in life, we're, we're starting with this idea of who do we want you to be when you're 30? Um, who do we want you to be exactly. like later on in life? What do we want to be really important to you? What do we want to see um, about biblical wisdom and discernment in your life then? Those are the things that we have to be instilling now. So that at the graduation stage, the last one, we say that the key word is foundation. Like all throughout, you may think you're building this house for your kid. No, you're really just laying a foundation. But the foundation is the most important part. Because if it's off, every single angle, every single room in the entire home won't work. Um, So the foundation is the most important. And that's what we're really building all throughout the stages of their life. Yeah, and I think a a lot of times you can approach it as a parent like this is... It, it truly is. We we say, okay, 18 hits, it's the end of that season. It's not the end of parenting. Mm-hmm. Because your parenting has to look different at that point. You're still engaging. It, it, I mean, I, the way I related to my dad whenever I was in college opposed to high school was totally, totally different. So that, that graduation is just is not the, the end end. It's just the end of the next beginning. Yeah. Oh, thank thank goodness we have um, Jesus and oh, the church yeah. and people Absolutely. here because um, it's a lot to think of, you know, oh, yeah. you can't do it by yourself, that's for sure. Okay, so what is your hope for families who are reading this book? Um, what do you want them to get out of this? 
we know that people will pick this up at different stages in the parenting journey. You know, the middle school parent or even the, the brand new pregnant parent, they don't even know yet if the baby's a boy or girl, they're picking it up and looking through it. And, you know, they may skip all the way to the end and write a bunch of things down to begin with. But what we really hope is that it'll be a really slow, long journey um, through your child's life and then ultimately a resource that you can pass on. You can give it to your son or daughter at you know, graduation or wedding day or moving out of the house day or, you know, getting your own house kind of whatever's next in life and say, hey, this is all the things that we tried to learn and do with you. And, and now what we hope you'll try and learn and do with maybe your future mm -hmm. kids and generation. And so we really hope it's a resource that kind of helps um, mark those important moments along the way, but then also something that they can pass on to their kids for the future. Yeah, I'm going back to my parents and saying different things. Like, How did you do this with mm -hmm. us? How did you do this with us? And um, having a resource like this to be able to go to and um, and be able to read through what 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 did the journey look like for my parents and where did because in the in the my market but I know. Parents feel uncomfortable with this, but we also spend a moment right now on some of our failures. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's important to realize our failures because I think that, that affects how we parent as well, um, how we coach through certain life situations that we, we kind of need to be reminded of our failures every now and then to be able to coach <laughs> yes. and lead. And so I think that's really good for us to just journal. And then, like Nick was saying, the idea that I could pass on a resource. There's 73,000 other parenting books out there, which... A lot of it is great, and I've read a lot of it. Nick has read a lot of it. But to have a resource that is just, I've kind of helped write, mm -hmm. and I'm passing it on to my kid is just really special. Right. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. Well, as I've mentioned multiple times, we cannot do this parenting thing without the support of our church. Um, Rolling Hills has become our home uh, mm -hmm. since we I'm moved so here. here. And um, can you each of you share a little bit about your campus if listeners are out there looking for church home yeah. how they can get plugged in and some things about the church yeah so um so it's, it's different with different roles but i'll share a little bit about our franklin campus our franklin campus is is located uh, about a mile south of downtown franklin and and as far as our family ministry approach i think that's kind of what we're asking here is that um, we have programming provided from birth on up through high school into college and, and really for all ages and that um, specifically we we want to get with this idea as a church we um, we have certain things certain DNA about our church that we want to pass down even to our preschoolers the idea of worship the idea of even serving the idea of being a part of a group and a leader investing in them so you're going to experience that at every one of our every one of our phases of life um, and we we really are intentional about creating a fun environment because we believe that if a kid can have fun here and they can um, go home and say a parent says well how was church it was fun well that's a win for us because we want church to be fun we believe there's 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 a core value here that joy should be a part of everything that we do as a church um, so all that programming for every age group Sundays and Wednesdays but also events and trips and those kind of things that, that we do yeah Rolling Hills has been at this it's been a church for 17 years we've been at this location in South Franklin for 10 years um, and it's currently expanding really in the areas of family ministry for children yeah. for middle school and high school kids to have more environments that are right for them to engage there's three services on Sunday mornings that people can find out 
um, maybe what works best for them. Uh, it's available on the website, which is rollinghills.church. Um, we have two other campuses. One is in Nolansville, um, met for a number of years in Nolansville Elementary School, and now it's at a new location on right on Nolansville Road in the heart of town, and that's our Nolansville campus. Um, and then the campus that I lead is the Nashville campus. We are currently at Belmont University. We meet in Trout Theater on Belmont Boulevard, and we'll continue doing that through mm-hmm. the first quarter of 2020 uh, when we move to our new permanent home, which is in West Nashville on Charlotte Pike. And uh, the, kind of the same things that you would experience at the Franklin campus are the things that are being built at the mm-hmm. newer campuses. And uh, we're excited about all the family ministry moments that we'll be able to celebrate together. Yeah. Well, guys, I just cannot thank you enough for sharing with us um, everything in this book and the ways that you are prompting parents to, um, you know, look into the, the ways that they are parenting, some journaling tips, all kinds of um, great information in there. I know it'll be such a blessing. It's been a blessing to our family, and I know it's going to bless everyone else who is a part of it also. Thank you. Thank you. When you all are not busy serving um, your churches and your families, what are some of your favorite things to do with your families in and around the national yeah, um, my kids, okay, they are, um, they're, we're a homeschool family, and so all three of them are, um, Susan's got them at home doing school every day, and they're part of different tutorials and stuff like that. Our kids love the zoo. I mean, yeah. so that's a big one. You know, have the zoo membership, um, the Adventure Science Center, really anything that involves kind of nature, learning, um, kind of hiking, going around the lake. They, they really love out. I'm not so much the outdoors. I'm having to put myself in that situation. Um, and new to us is the idea of being a sports family. You don't have to have... Uh, a background yourself, but there are so many opportunities for kids to play rec sports uh, in the community. And so right now I'm in the thick of Oak Hill basketball. Yeah. Um, and that's a great opportunity, mm-hmm. and I would plug that. And they've got soccer leagues and little leagues. And so we're kind of in the middle of all that as a family. Another thing closer to you guys, too, now are the Belmont basketball games. We yes. love yes. going to so those much games. Fun. And they're family friendly. Yes. Uh, really family friendly. Kids can go and have a great time in the kids' zone and then the game. You get great seats. Yeah. Nash was just so great at offering different things. <coughs> frozen on ice, for example. Like we, we, we have a three-year-old. Girl, you never thought so you were like, going to say that, right? Man, no, I, absolutely not. Because I grew up in a house full of boys. Like that wasn't part of. Um, but we we actually we love the zoo too. There's yeah. some things coming up at the zoo. The the what is it? Is zoo illumination. Illumination or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So we're excited about doing some of that stuff. Um, uh, it's funny because we have a three-year-old that loves animals, so Petco becomes. Oh yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny? That's <laughs> fun just to go to the pet store. <laughs> yeah, but we have we have uh, we enjoy that. She also loves to swim, so mm-hmm. we go swimming. Uh, she takes classes and things like that. So. Yeah. Well, very great. Well, thanks again. And could you all share where listeners could connect with you all? Um, the church website or or wherever is the best place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a couple places you can connect with with us. It's um, rolling hills um, dot church they're right yep. rolling hills dot church <laughs> dot church and uh and underneath the resources tab is a section called parent resources and that's where our church has provided a lot of parenting tips and resources but our book is also included in that and you can also go to milemarkerfamily.com yes yeah milemarkerfamily.com so. you can connect with both of us there order the book or look at other opportunities that we've got coming up awesome. absolutely Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Don.